dyslexic there um or on our website derrickandmike.com you could even go super old school and antisocial and send us an email to info at derrickandmike.com if you are so inclined my name is mike this is my boy derrick what's up mike what's up everybody derrick we have five senses we have scent taste touch sight and hearing right something is thinking in there is what maybe Thinking. Thinking? Uh-huh. Is that a sense or a process? You fucking with me? Oh, well, you could see your thoughts. Uh, well, all right, so that would be under sight or imagination or, ah, Jesus Christ. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Buddha, oh. okay, you're going to debate with Buddha? No. Because Buddha said that there is thought. Okay. So we have six senses, according to Buddha. Um, Do you have any, like exceptionally strong senses like super senses are any of yours like super in tune um i don't think so maybe your buddha no. sense well you know sometimes i can hear like when a transistor is whistling you know um That's i mean useful. i do have ringing in, in my ears but yeah it's so annoying <laughs> uh you know you could hear it like i can hear it like across the neighborhood i'm like oh man some there's a transistor somewhere in this house it's just ringing Man, you're like a dog. Um, you're like tuned into that one frequency where, where when it's going off, you're just like, yeah, you, you did like start like pumping your hind legs or something. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. Yep. All right. You know, there's there's actually a way you can measure uh, what frequency you can hear up to. Like there's a, huh. um, there's, there's this sound that like uh, starts to, it, it's like a, a meter. And like as it gets, the frequency gets higher it just travels across the band and it shows you what frequency and it's at and i think mine was like 9000 something i don't know what 9000 what huh. but it was like at 9000 like i couldn't hear anymore and other not everybody's the same huh other people can hear like higher frequencies so interesting you can actually physically put this to the test huh all right you're like okay am i going to get up into the mariah carey high pitched uh realm or uh, am I getting like down into the Barry Barry White like low realm? Where, where is my my hearing spectrum? Well, I think it's more about like you can hear anybody's voice no matter what. Yeah, I'm that's, just being smart. That's ass. well within. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so like sight, um, well, hearing your hearing sounds like it's pretty shod, but maybe that's just from you know loud music or something or explosions. Oh, for sure. For you, it's probably yeah. pipe bombs. <laughs> I know for me, well, my hearing may have been good, but I'll never know because I ruined it long ago from just playing drums for fucking ever. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So you're I, always I have, feeling like an old man, but you're right. Your your hearing must be more shot than mine, probably. It's pretty muddy. Like I can hear fine, but I, I I find that I have trouble like hearing detail. If someone's saying something not not loud enough or not clear enough, or they're too far away or something, like I can hear them talking, but it's hard to really pick out the detail of what they're saying 
Um, uh, at least that's what my wife tells me. <laughs> yeah, there, there's the key right there. That's what I was going to say. It's like, I, I'm sure you have some help in, in this uh, understanding of your lack of hearing loss. Yeah, yeah, my inability to hear instruction from afar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then sight. Uh, fuck, I was born blind as a bat. And then uh, you probably remember blind Mike when we were younger. And then oh, later yeah. on in life, maybe 13 or uh, maybe 15, I don't know, something teen years ago, I had laser eye surgery. And that changed everything. Now I've got great vision. But um, my natural vision was absolutely horrific. You used to have Coke bottles, didn't you? Uh, yeah, and I never wore them. I, I just went ahead and, and uh, uh, used one of whatever other senses I may have had to, like, drive and stuff. <laughs> and uh, it didn't always work out that great. Yeah, you know, uh, sometimes every once in a while I think back and I, I think about um, young Mike. Like when, uh, you know, kind of before we were really friends, we were just neighborhood associates. Uh-huh. And because uh, you were significantly younger than me at that age range really yeah and how much and older were... than me are you i'm almost 41 oh okay i'm 47 oh okay so we're six yeah. years apart or a little over six years because i'm not quite 41 so six years apart like when you're 18 and i'm 12 that's a that's a big difference i don't know that you're going to be my friend as a cool 18 year old uh you know friends with a 12 year old in the neighborhood exactly yeah you were like um i remember i made fun of you because you would go to like acting classes and i'm like "Ooh, what are you an actor <laughs> like where, where are you going to acting classes master thespian yeah yeah <laughs> queer <bug. laughs> yeah no totally that's uh, funny um yeah then we uh, played we played a lot of baseball in we the did. neighborhood yeah because we didn't have to be in, in in those days you didn't have to be like friends to play together it was more just like you're a kid or you're close to kid age in the neighborhood, so get your mitt. Like, we're playing baseball. We don't have to be friends. We just need full teams. Yeah, that's right. Like It, it was fun, though, huh? Yeah, oh, you, my God, yeah. I think, well, let's see. I was terrible I at sports, you're, though. You're, you were, you yeah, were always you're not pretty the best, good. Yeah, you're not the best first baseman, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, yeah, I think I, I'm they would always put... They would put you on my team because, like, I could knock the ball like out of the park. Ah, uh, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think I remember a very smooth swing from you. No, I think about no. it. No, <laughs> I was always like really at every sport: baseball, football. We never really played soccer, like organized wise. We'd kick a ball around or whatever. Um, but ye, I was always just like okay. I wasn't like the worst kid, but I was never the best. Uh, never pick first, but never pick last. I was just mediocre. You know what I mean? That's an all right. Okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, and I was kind of always the best. Yeah, you were because you were, A, older and bigger, but you were also, like, super athletic. I mean, I remember, dude, yeah. you in the neighborhood would just be on the driveway kicking your soccer ball against the garage for fucking endless hours. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny because, like, when you're a kid, you, you just do that, and then when you're an adult, you're like, that must have annoyed the fuck out of the neighbor's. Well, kicking that. Oh, oh yeah, you just uh, every every forty seconds you hear, boom. <laughs> yeah, boom. Yeah, I would nail the shit out of it. Too. Yeah, no, like, you, had, you had a hell of a kick. Yeah, I mean, you weren't just kind yeah. of you weren't just like passing it to the to the garage. You were you were full blown like shooting a goal as if you were in the World Cup. Yeah, it, I remember I, one time I I did a rainbow. Uh, this was like one of the coolest kicks I ever did, and I pulled it off right there at that garage. I did a rainbow, and then. Um, a rainbow is where that you 
flip the ball from behind you and kick it over your head. And that's it was good, while the, I was that's the Pele move, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it was while I was running. I mean, I was running. I was a full blown fucking run. And then as the ball was coming down in front of my feet, I did a crossover kick where it's kind of hard to explain, but like, it's almost like instead of your left leg kicking it, your right leg reaches behind your left leg and kicks it. And I kicked it while it's in the air. And I remember hitting that garage and thinking like, holy shit, that was beautiful. That was, that was gorgeous. Um, you know what's kind of cool, too, was that um, your dad and Debbie were okay with you doing that because now as a homeowner, uh, I'm sure you can appreciate um, the toll that something like that would take on on a garage door. Garage doors aren't as, as strong as um, you think they are when you're a kid. As a homeowner who's the one responsible for, like, replacing that when it breaks, uh, they're not that solid, and I don't know that I would want a kid like you with a hell of a kick just blasting a soccer ball against it endlessly. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's so true. I um, I think I broke one of the tiles. I'm sorry, Debbie. I broke one of the tiles one time. Debbie and Dad, I apologize. Sorry about um, that. Yeah, and I might have lied about it. <laughs> Probably. I don't know how that. I don't know how that broke. I just was kicking the soccer ball. Hey, Derek, long. did you break this tile when you're kicking the soccer ball against our our garage all day yesterday? No, no, Wasn't no. Me. <laughs> no. I don't know how that happened. Huh. It was weird, Mike. Mike did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, my mom's garage, was the the dude the the smashing it got because we had a uh, a basketball hoop attached to the front of the house, like right above the garage. Um, we thought it was super fun to like run directly at the garage and then put one foot up on the garage and then use that to spring ourselves up to slam dunk because you know we were small white kids so we certainly weren't dunking like the correct way, but we could do it if we ran up the garage door. Um, so we did that a lot and eventually the old one piece tilt up wood garage door, um, was like pushed backward to where the top of it leaned into, into the garage and the bottom part kind of tweaked out a little bit. Uh, we, we fucked that garage door up pretty bad. Um, and it was just like that. My mom was just kind of like, I mean, whatever, she wasn't going to replace it or anything like that because we're just going to do it again, you know? So it just, it just stayed fucked up and, uh. Eventually, the opener stopped working, and we had to lift the garage door by hand. Um, and then I think later on, even, like, the spring stopped supporting the weight of the garage door, so we, like, propped it up with, like, a broom handle or something. It was uh, it was a, uh evolving detriment to the garage door. Yeah, sorry about that, Mom. Sorry. It was Derek. <laughs> well, I'm glad, I'm glad you shared that story because I was feeling bad about uh, breaking that tile. Oh um, man! You know when you when you have boys, like stuff's gonna break. You know uh-huh. that's just that's gonna yeah. happen, and you gotta kind of accept it and just embrace it, and just say yes, stuff is gonna break. Yeah, so um, that's it's that, easy that, for me to say. <laughs> that that's another bullet that you've dodged by um, having a daughter. Is she probably yeah. won't smash your garage door with um, endless soccer ball kicks uh, or um, white kid slam dunking by running up the garage door. Uh, and playing basketball. She probably won't do either of those things. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Yeah, she's pretty uh, docile. My wife is mad at me. She may play handball, but I don't think handball is going to take a huge toll on the garage door. No, she she rides her scooter. That's uh, that's cool. Yeah, that's about about the... All right. I don't know. 
uh, physical yeah. activity that we have outside here. Man, my poor mom's house, she was so tolerant, and we did so many terrible things to ruin the house. Um, another thing we did was it was a two-story house, and it had a staircase up to the second floor, obviously, but the stairs were carpet. I think um, Debbie and your dad's house was the same, right? There were carpeted stairs? Yep, it was the same uh, layout. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um, it was it was the same floor plan, wasn't it? Yeah. That's right. Um, so we, at some point at my mom's house, uh, wanted to ride a boogie board down the stairs. So oh, We did that too, yeah. Yeah, so we got a boogie board, we rode it down the stairs, and that was fun, but we wanted to go faster. So we were like, okay, how can we improve this death machine? And we went and we got a huge tub of Crisco out of the kitchen, oh, and we smeared Crisco all over the bottom of our boogie board. And then uh, it worked. We certainly got down the stairs faster. <laughs> it was faster than shit, man. It was like a lightning. Um, it was a. <laughs> it was like a, a Christmas vacation with Chevy Chase when he. Um, yeah. What did he put on the bottom of that sled? Um, Probably Crisco. Was it Crisco or some sort of a slippery substance or whatever? And then he hit the snow and it just went. Pew! He just like shot <laughs> shot down the hill instantly with like a trail of fire behind him. That's what it felt like when we put Crisco on the boogie board and slid down the staircase. Um, oh wow! But doing that over and over and over again left a very greasy Crisco film on the stairs like right on the edge of every single stair as we slid down it and the carpet <laughs> the carpet was forever like like an old man's comb over kind of a thing you know where it just got too much product <laughs> and it's just squished across his forehead the carpet was just squished with crisco down the down the edge of every single stair and uh my poor mom oh dude yeah. and when we slid down the stairs we we hit the the entry tile and then it was our momentum and the Crisco kept us moving. Uh, so oh, we yeah. slid all the way into the uh, living room and across the entire living room. And my mom had a, a fireplace right there with a little hearth. I think it was a tile hearth around the 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 fireplace there. And one of us, I don't remember if it was me or one of the other um, young gents who were sliding down the stairs on a Crisco boogie board. One of us hit that. Uh, fireplace and chipped a big chunk out of the corner of the tile hearth and um, that remained that way for the rest of the time we lived in the house that was permanent damage and it was one of those things where my mom could always point to just go like you fucking guys like you're fucking my house up you know she never said the f word to us but I mean it was like basically just look at it like god damn it you know can you can you stop fucking breaking everything was essentially her her thought and that very prominent, super obvious, right in the middle of the living space, chunk out of the hearth was a constant reminder of our um, idiocy. Hearth, the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Is that what they say? What is a hearth? I'm sorry. I got oh, caught up oh, on that. You said it like yeah, yeah, 10 no, times. The, I'm the like, lyric hearth. is not hearth. It's heart. <laughs> I know. I know. But Hark I the herald to... angels sing. Yeah. I know, but I had to fuck with it because it's one of those words. It's like it oh. should be like that. It should be there. <laughs> what is a hearth? What is that? That's a you're you're acting like everybody knows what a hearth is. Maybe they do. Maybe uh, they do. The no, I think you're 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 showing yourself to be uh, completely stupid. But that's okay. Um, we'll all okay. laugh at you later. Well, when, how do you spell it? Hearth is H E A R T H. A hearth is like the space around a fireplace that's built so that fire doesn't leap out of the fireplace and ignite the carpet or the whatever that's right there. It gives you like a uh, 
a protective um, area or material around the opening of the fireplace, like brick okay, or tile you. or stone. It's the well, part you that sit just on. Be called, yeah, you know? well, why can't that just be called the fireplace? Why do you got to call it a hearth? Well, the fireplace is the hole that you stick wood and hmm. burn it. That's the fireplace. The hearth goes around the fireplace, and the mantle I, I goes you. above I, I know, the fireplace. I know. I, know. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Come on. Okay, mantle. Mantle is an acceptable thing to point out that's separate from the fireplace, but the hearth is akin to the fireplace in my world. All right. So we, we broke my mom's fireplace with a Chris Code boogie board. Do you feel better there about you that? Go. Yeah, thank you. All, All right. right. All right. You need to do so much Jeez. processing. Now. Long story short, our parents are saints um, yeah, for tolerating are. so much um, destructive idiocy. And there's countless more, dude. We like, dude. One time, I shot a BB gun through my mom's downstairs window, Ooh. and uh, it was the stupidest, stupidest thing ever. So I had a BB gun, and I was pointing it out the window, just like I don't know, sighting it up, like like oh yeah, just feeling it. You know, I wasn't planning on shooting at all, and I'm looking through the window uh, with the sight, and I'm just pointing into the backyard or whatever, and then I pulled the trigger, and what what would I expect? And the BB went straight through the window and made just like a perfect little BB size hole psh, right through the window, straight out in the backyard. And I just stood there like, ah, oh, damn. But that sucks. What, I can't take what, that back. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. That's that's irreparable and or super expensive to repair. And what the hell was I thinking? What did I think was going to happen? I'm just like, yeah, I'm just going to pull the trigger. Psh, oh no, I shot a hole in the the glass. Yeah, stupid. That's what happens when you shoot a window with a gun. It reminds me of a Mark Twain quote. Stand by as I fuck it up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. His quotes are so butchered. He's probably just like, I'm tired of rolling over in my grave. I'm done. Just ruin my sayings. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me. Yeah. Good job. Well, you've already fucked it up. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm well looking it up here. I'm looking right. it up. Oh, you're going to okay. get it right. Okay. I like that. I'm going to get it right. Yeah. Here all it is. Right. A man who carries a cat by the tail learns something he can learn in no other way. Yeah, yeah, all right. That's. I uh, mean, it's kind of deep. It's kind of not. You know. <laughs> this okay. How are how are we relating this to me shooting my mom's window with a BB gun? Let's see. Well, uh, because a guy he, carries like, a cat by the tail, so he gets what coming what's coming to him basically. So it's like I'm going to carry a cat by a tail. The cat scratches the shit out of him, and of course, that's what happens. What else did you expect? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like right. you, you point a loaded BB gun at a window and you pull the trigger. Um, you just learn something you can learn in no other way. Uh, um, fired a BB through the through the window. Yeah, yeah. Or Kinda. I could have thought about it for half a second and decided, well, if I shoot a window, <laughs> it will probably put a hole in the window. Seems like that would be simple logic to arrive at. And uh I don't know. I was uh, unwilling to dedicate the time or incapable of figuring that out and felt it necessary to pull the trigger. And then for some reason, I was kind of surprised by the result. I don't know. I'm not proud of it. It's not my most uh, intellectually impressive moment, to say the least. Is there anything that uh, you have like a most embarrassing moment? Oh, uh, God. Um, Dude, that's a tough one. Bring it out, baby. Bring it out. Oh, I'll have to think it, a little bit. I mean, there, there. Well, you have to. You, lots of try, them. You're trying to think around the one right the now. The one. You, you Are you thinking know. of one? Oh, no, I don't. Go ahead. Tell me. I'm. Oh, okay. All right. 
Oh, what, what to... spotlight, huh? Or are you, you want to, you, are you thinking of yeah, one okay, that I did? Okay. Well, I don't know one that you did. No. Oh. When I say, but I'm, I'm assuming that your mind is like navigating or uh, going toward the one that is probably the most embarrassing. And you're saying, oh, I'll tell, uh, uh, let me find one besides that one. Oh, no, no, I don't have a, I don't have one right front and center that I'm trying to avoid. I'm literally trying to think of one. I'm sure there's so many, but the question caught me off guard. So I'm just kind of searching my brain and I'm not good at that anymore. I don't sleep a lot now that I have kids. So it's harder for me to search my brain quickly. What about the time you ran through the neighborhood naked? I never did that. <laughs> no, I know. That sound, we're going streaking. I just, I just thought I was that. Speaking out there, of not yeah. being able to search my brain, we did that interview with Rob Shapiro, which was a super fun episode. And Rob Shapiro stumped me with a a very difficult question that I, I I'm being sarcastic. He asked me, "Do you have any favorite drummers?" And I just went, "Duh." Um, oh, so many. Uh, I like so many. Um, and then I, know, I remember that. I and was then like, I changed Whoa. the subject. I'm like, what? You can't fucking think of one stupid. I have a million favorite drummers. And I, he, it, the question just caught me off guard. And I was incapable of searching my brain for any answer, even the most obvious answer. I know. I'm like, I wanted to step in and be like, Rob, he's not lying. He does have some famous, famous dr- or <laughs> just trust favorite me. drummers. I've got many. Just don't ask me to name them. I do. The answer to your question is, yes, I do have favorite drummers. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, brain yeah. just stopped working. Brain brain, no work. It was weird, dude. It was like one of these. And then and then at, the more I thought and the more silence and dead air that followed, the more I panicked. And I'm just like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to think one. And then all I could think of is I can't think of a favorite drummer. What kind of an idiot are you? I have a million favorite drummers, but I can't name one. And, uh... Yeah, it was a weird moment, and then I just changed the subject. I kind of just like pulled the ripcord and yeah. brought something else up, and then I, the the whole the, after the show when I listened to it, I was just like, "You fucking moron! You could have named so many of them." Uh, I I love so many drummers like um, Paul Bostaff from Slayer, and then Slayer's original drummer Dave Lombardo, and I love Josh Freeze, and I love Dave Grohl, and I love all kinds of drummers. Um. Even like the old school drummers, like the Gene Krupas and Buddy Riches and all those kinds of guys. I, I love so many drummers. And uh, eh, I couldn't think of one. I was totally stumped. And I've been Why a drummer for 20 something years. And I'm like, oh, you asked me if I like drummers? You were just reading from a list, though, right there, Mike. I'm teasing. I know it's almost like I've been thinking about it for weeks, so I made a list. Yeah, Yeah. seriously, it's it's been in my head a lot since that interview. I'm just like, what kind of an idiot are you? You can't use your brain. Like, there's a bunch of drummers. Uh, I know it was like your next statement out of your mouth is going to be like, oh man, okay, I lied. I'm not a drummer, and I don't have any favorite drummers, and (laughs) I don't even drum. I don't even. I've never hit a drum set. What's what's a drum? Oh no, you 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 caught me. You got me. You exposed my my lie. I know that's kind of what it felt like. I was just like, I wasn't prepared for you to ask me a question. I was asking you questions, and now I'm completely brain dead. But it's so funny though. Like sometimes when you go back and listen to these, right? Like there's so many of the times where, you know, I'll be either thinking of my next sin or like wanting to say something based on what you're talking about at the moment. And then I'll miss because I do that. I miss what you're talking about, you know, and then I go back and listen to it. And I'm like, that was fucking hilarious what you said, but I, I missed it. And I didn't like laugh at it at that time. But it's funny when I listen to it again, because some, sometimes it's, 
we have some pretty hilarious dialogue at some moments. It's it's an interesting and, uh, conversation um, flaw that most people have, and it's important to try to keep in mind is uh, the, the the most simple cliche saying of you have two ears and one mouth, so listen more than you talk. But obviously, when you're doing a podcast, you're constantly having to talk, so you're always thinking like, okay, what am I going to say to that? What am I going to say to that? Right? That's the natural. Um, thing of wanting to say something interesting, but it does take you out of the listening mode and you miss things. And I've done that too. And a lot of times on the podcast where I'm, I'm, I'm listening back going, you're just going to let that fly right by. You just let that, you let that go by. And I don't know if I didn't hear it or didn't respond to it, but that was gold, man. How could you not just dig right into that? Cause I, I guess I was so stuck on what I had already decided to say next that it forced me to miss reacting in the moment. Yeah, and it's because, like, for me, you'll be talking about something, and then I, I, based on what you're saying, I'm like, oh, it would be so cool to talk about that. Let me, you know, let me not forget that. And in my process of not trying trying to not forget to talk about that, right, that's where I, like, miss then you're what not you're listening, yeah. saying. I'm not listening. And, so then, I don't know, may- and then I spew out a piece of comedic gold, and you just miss it entirely. <laughs> Thank God for the audience, because Derek's not listening to me. Yeah. Well, God. I listen later, though. I listen oh. later and I get oh, it. I'm like, oh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> You're both uh, a co-host funny. and a listener. Yeah, exactly. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Uh, you should be yeah. a fan of your own artwork. Why not? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank That's you. funny. Yeah, no, it's one of those things I try to be aware of. And it is hard. Everyone gets caught up in, in uh, thinking what they're going to say instead of listening. And it's an important thing to be aware of, whether you're doing a podcast or, or just talking to people. I mean, how many times we've talked about it before. How many times are you talking to someone? And they're telling you things, and then you realize, I didn't hear a fucking word, but that, that guy I just said, I didn't hear his name. Uh, he told me where he lives and what he does for a living, and I didn't hear any of it. I was just yep. thinking about what I'm going to say next, or how I'm going to get out of this conversation, or my brain was rolling in a million directions, and I wasn't listening to the guy talking right in front of my face. Well, see, now I'm going to be all hyper vigilant about like, oh, I need to listen to every word. I don't need this pressure, Mike. No, you need to hang on every word I say, I every sound. I'm going to start slipping pressure. in Easter eggs. I'm just going to be like, okay, so now we're talking Connecticut, and we, uh, we can talk about whatever we're going to do, and then I'm going to ask you something later about Connecticut and see if you were listening or not. Who was that on Saturday Night Live where he would do that? The, he would do the <laughs> subliminal messages. Oh, um, I don't know. I love The Simpsons yeah. did a great episode about um, uh, subliminal and superliminal. And it was like the Navy um, slipping subliminal messages into advertising or songs or something. And it was like, okay, so that's subliminal messaging. But what's superliminal messaging? And the Navy recruiter opens the window and screams at Otto out the window, hey, join the Navy. And Otto goes, okay. (laughs) 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 That's superliminal. I love it. That's so great. I love The Simpsons. That's funny. Do you still watch The Simpsons? Uh, not really. I don't watch any shows I like anymore. Um, I just have no time to watch TV. It's, it's, it's so few and far between that when I do, it's a difficult choice of what I really, really want to watch. Cause I don't have just the kind of chill time to hang out and watch Simpsons much anymore. Um, if I did, I would, I like the Simpsons. They're still making new seasons, which blows me away. Um, wow. I think it's the longest running show or certainly one of the longest running shows ever. Uh, it's incredible. They're all still cranking out new seasons um dude sadly i've been trying to get through the most recent season of curb your enthusiasm for fucking months i think it's only like 12 episodes or something it's taken me so long to watch uh each episode piece by piece in the tiny little pockets of time that i can find uh, but lately 
anytime I can find TV to, or time to watch a TV show, I'm watching the latest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm because I love that show. Yeah, I love that show too. I I did stop watching season? it though. No, I haven't. I, so oh. I guess I can't say that I love the most recent stuff. So, you know, dude, it's so great. I'm, is it? See, I've heard that, and then the thing is, is like Megan has to like it. <clears throat> oh. And, um, well, but she loves Curb Your Enthusiasm ish, I think. But there maybe there's something about the new seasons that she's not so super hot on or something. I'm not sure. Is she cool but, with like like super bad language and like like shocking storyline? You know what I mean? Like it, it's very our humor. Um, I don't know that a lot of people would like stuff that edgy where they're using you know really offensive language and the f word all you know all the time. And does she not like that sort of um, dialogue? No, she's. She's totally fine with that. The only okay. thing that she doesn't like is like sci-fi things where oh. you know, like a dystopian kind of place where it's yeah. kind of kind of realistic yet kind of also dystopian. Okay. Uh, things that give her nightmares. You know what I mean? She's real mm. sensitive over things like that. But does she like some, horror movies? Like flat out scary movies? Oh no way, no, no way. She doesn't like any. She's she's more scared of some movies than shit. I think Esme sometimes. Like she do gets you, like real. I know you like sci-fi. Uh, yeah. Do you like uh-huh. horror movies? I can't really say I do like horror movies. No. No, me neither. My wife likes yeah. to make fun of me, like, "Oh, Mike's afraid of horror movies," and I'm like, "No, I'm not. I just don't like them. They don't appeal to me. The genre is not something I'm into." I mean, it's really just like a a cheap thrill in a way. I feel like you know you're just scaring yourself. Like I just don't need well, to scare myself. I think some people like that. Like like you know like not Scary Farm or these like amusement parks that put on like a whole Halloween um, production around the the October time. And you know I think people like walking through like haunted mansions and having some guy with a chainsaw pop out and get right in your face and it's scary and all that. And and uh, I think some people just enjoy that. Which cool. I, I just I don't, you know, it's not my idea of fun. Um I also don't like roller coasters. Like I don't enjoy that feeling of fear pussy. or falling or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, pussy. no. So there again, you can call me a pussy. I just don't enjoy <laughs> I don't enjoy it, you know? Okay, you're pussy. Yeah. No, no, I don't know. The whole time I'm just like, oh no, the roller coaster's gonna go down and it goes down and I'm like, fuck uh, but I'm not enjoying it. It's not uh I don't, I don't find it fun. I don't even like going super fast in cars and shit. I don't find it fun to, you know, go hauling ass and, and tearing up a windy road or anything like that. I just don't have that thrill-seeker gene in that sense. Yeah, I just regress to uh, me being 18 and you being 12 again. You just yelled pussy. 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 Are you allowed to say that anymore? Is that a bad uh, word? No, you're not allowed to say anything anymore. You're already canceled. Oh. <laughs> now now you're going to be reduced to no longer a co-host but just a listener because you are off the show man um, oh you know I'll say so, wussy oh yeah wussy oh is that what you said yeah that's what i heard yeah i said wussy yeah sorry i have a speech impediment my wuss sounds like puss sometimes but i meant wussy <laughs> uh dude so when, when we started the show and i was asking you about senses what was making me think about senses is um, like, like I said too, I don't have any exceptional senses. Uh, my hearing may have been good, but I ruined it. Everything else is just okay or bad. Um, but I have no sense of smell. Like I really don't smell much. I can smell like a flower or food, but I think, or I, I'm pretty sure what I'm smelling is much less intense than what other people are smelling. 
um, because I miss a lot of stuff. My wife has this incredible sense of smell. Um, not only is it powerful where she can smell things from far away. I mean, she could freaking smell the neighbor fart from across the street, you know? And yeah. uh, she can also identify scents really well. So, like, she'll see people and she'll identify the perfume that they're wearing a lot. Not just every once in a while, but she'll be like, oh, you've got Jimmy Choo's um, whatever, whatever perfume. And they'll be like, oh, my God, yeah, I just got it for Christmas or whatever, that sort of thing. Like, she will correctly identify perfumes and shit that other women are wearing, which I find amazing. Um, impressive. I, I didn't even notice the lady was wearing anything. I didn't smell uh, Jimmy Choo's whatever's. And uh, she's asked me before, like, do you want to, you know, because I don't wear cologne. Um, I can't smell it, so I never think about it. And she's kind of like, oh, you know, would you ever want cologne for Christmas or whatever or this? And I'm just like, I I don't care if you want me to smell like something. Just spray it on me in the morning, and I'll smell like whatever you want me to smell like because I can't smell it anyway. Um, and uh, so I don't smell well. My nose doesn't work that great. But one thing that her super nose is totally fine with that my terrible nose finds absolutely horrific is vinegar. Um, and we use it to, well, she uses it to clean because she doesn't want to use like chemical cleaners on the boys' stuff like the high chair and our older boys' booster seat or even just the kitchen table that, you know, they get all smudgy with fingerprints and stuff. And she won't oh. clean it with chemical cleaners. She'll clean it with vinegar. Um, which was new to me, but I guess that's kind of a you know a common thing for moms to do to to where yeah okay so there's no chemicals on the surface the kids touch everything and sh- so shove it in their mouth like I get it, but I find the smell of vinegar to be revolting like so bad I've never had anything trigger like anger in me like the smell of vinegar just makes me want to just fucking throw it outside or I hate it I hate the smell of vinegar and. I, I can't understand how someone like her with a super sensitive nose is just like, oh, yeah, vinegar doesn't smell that bad. I'm like, what? That smells like Satan's piss. I mean, it's just ungodly <laughs> terrible, dude. I hate it. I, it just trips me out. I don't get it how how we're so different in that sense. And I wonder, do you have anything like that? Do you have feelings about the scent of vinegar or anything else? Does anything else, like, make you mad? Um. Well, before I answer that, let me just say thank you for revealing something that really annoys the shit out of you because <laughs> uh, should we get back together at some point where we're uh, in person, um, <laughs> most certainly vinegar is going to make an appearance as well. Damn it. But no, not really. Thinking. No, I, the smell. No, really. Um, there's no, there's no scent that just drives you mad that you just hate. But other, like, I mean, obviously, like the smell of poop. No one loves it. You know what I mean? But yeah, okay, poop stinks. Um, uh, everyone can agree on that. I don't think anyone's like, yeah. oh no, the smell of poop oh. doesn't really bother me. Like, no, everyone thinks poop stinks. Um, yep. but vinegar, uh, yeah, I swear it's like a visceral, angry reaction. Like, I would literally rather walk into a bathroom after, uh, after some giant fat dude just ripped it to shreds and smell the most disgusting shit-filled room than vinegar any day of the week 
man, this is just, I'm just scheming and planning on how to get vinegar in front of you now. Dude, um, if you were to, like, my wife keeps it in a squirt bottle and cleans the table with it. She squirts it on, like, Windex. You know, it. she puts it in her own bottle and just squirts it on everything. And, uh, dude, every time I walk in the kitchen, sometimes right before we eat dinner, she'll be like, oh, I'm going to clean the table real quick. And she'll squirt some vinegar on it, wipe it down. And I'm like, God damn it. Ah, fuck. Now I can't go in the kitchen. And, uh. I certainly can't eat. I can't sit on that table and eat right after you squirted a bunch of that vinegar all over. I just can't do it. It's just horrific. Oh, it um, stops Mike from eating? Holy shit. Oh, oh yeah, dude. No, no. I'm, I, Holy it's, shit. It's a showstopper. It is. Nothing I stops hate you it. from eating. Oh, man. Holy so if you were cow. to take like a squirt bottle and like squirt me in the face with vinegar or something, I might die. <laughs> or I might I'm kill melting. you. I don't know. One or the I'm other. Melting. But someone's dying. <laughs> Oh, dude. Oh, uh, shit. I can't is, think of anything great. I hate more. Wow. What about, well, okay, what about black licorice? Uh, I don't like black li- licorice, but it's not, like, revolting to me. I mean, I, I wouldn't choose to go eat it, uh, even if it's sitting right there in a bowl. Like, man, I really want candy, and then I look, and all you have is black licorice, and I'd be like, nah, I'm good. But, I mean, that's, that's. I have, I have an aversion to black licorice, I think is probably the right word. I, I don't hate it or... It doesn't make me mad. The only thing I hate are olives. And I Ooh. know it's not scent, but it's taste. But I, I hate fucking olives, man. Um, do not do not put an olive in. I mean, that's all I can taste if you put olives? it in a sandwich. Yeah, all of them. Huh. That's all I, if you put it in a sandwich, that's the only thing I can taste. That's it. It's just like, ooh, there's uh, an olive in here. It's just that's all I taste is a yeah, fucking olive. it is. Um, same with like pizza. If you get olives on a pizza, that's all you taste. There could be yeah. seven toppings, and if it's olive, it's just like, oh, it's just olive pizza. Yeah. So you like olives? Uh, okay, so I don't choose to put olives on anything. I don't like them on my salad. I don't like them on my pizza. But if you have a bowl of good olives, I'll eat just an olive on its own because um, it's just an olive. If, if an olive is on pizza, then it's ruined my entire pizza. Now it's just olive pizza, and I don't want that. But I'll eat just an olive. Yeah, they're they're good. Like a little hors d'oeuvre tray or whatever with some little cheese squares and some crackers and some olives. Like, I'll grab an olive and eat it. I'll eat a couple of them. They're kind of salty and good. I like them. But not on anything. Olives are good alone. They're good solo bites, but never with anything else because, like you said, they just take over anything they're on. So you love olives by themselves. You hate ginger. And Mm. you also hate oysters. Uh, I don't hate oysters. And you hate vinegar. Oh no no! I hate vinegar beyond all of this. Like I would, I would eat a five-gallon bucket of ginger, ginger to avoid having to even smell vinegar. Funny enough, I think vinegar might be used in uh, making ginger. Probably. Yeah, rice yeah. vinegar. Yeah, uh-huh. they're probably they're probably like right in right in the same wheelhouse. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some kimchi. You hate kimchi, don't you? Uh, you ever I, had kimchi? You never I, had kimchi. I've had what? kimchi. Yeah, no, I have, and no, I don't like it. Um, but it's one of those where I haven't, I haven't been exposed to it enough to to build a hate for it. Like I'm just kind of like, oh no, gross! I don't want any of that. So I just avoid it. I just don't eat it. Now it doesn't exist to me. But vinegar is sprayed on my kitchen table um, by my devious wife like every day. So I'm forced to live in a home with vinegar, and it just makes me hate it. Uh, <laughs> I hate that vinegar so much. <laughs> Man, oh, I'm you're... angry now. Like my fucking brow is all furrowed. I'm like, guys, damn that vinegar. I'm angry. Oh, that vinegar. If it could just exit this planet. Ah, uh, dude. I hope our sons appreciate the 
the pain that I'm going through to provide a chemical-free environment for them to eat um, because I would not use chemical cleaners because that's probably bad for them. So I'll go through this hell of smelling vinegar. But uh, I don't know. I hope they appreciate it. I hope when I'm super old, they're cool with, like, you know, wiping my butt and taking care of me and doing all this stuff that they're going to have to do for me when I'm old and decrepit because I'm going to keep reminding them, like, I smelled vinegar for you. You owe me. That'll be my well, old here's man a here, here's a thing. test. Do you like do you like pickles? Uh yeah. But there's then there's vinegar in brine, right? That's what brine is. I think so, yeah. That's why I'm testing you here. Look that up. Is there vinegar in brine? I, I think the obvious answer is yes, but um I don't want to proclaim it with just being kind of I think Well I don't think don't brine. I say is is vinegar in pickles? Isn't that what I should write? Uh yeah, but pickles are just cucumbers soaked in brine they're pickled cucumbers yeah but they're soaked in brine because that's but what everything's pickled like that's pickles. what kimchi is it's pickled and i think ginger is pickled it's pickled ginger so all of these i think all of this just falls into disgusting vinegar ruined stuff um although i do like pickles I, yeah I will, see pick, I will eat yeah pickles, any but, you know, no, never mind. I was going to say I'll only eat pickles alone, just like olives, but that's not true. I like pickles inside of, like, burgers or something. They add a nice little variety of flavor and a crunch to the texture. I like pickles and burgers. Well, see, that's weird because, yes, any basic vinegar is game. White vinegar, apple cider vinegar, white wine, and rice vinegar all work well for pickling. So that's pickle juice. Pickle juice right. is uh, vinegar. So what, like, how come you, you like it there but you can't stand it? On a, on a table, Mike. I think you need to go to um, some counseling. Is it psychological? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know, but it's an interesting concept, though, right? Open that, you know. Oh, go oh I have open opened pickle a pickle jar. jar, and I can smell the pickles, and it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, it kind of smells good, honestly. I'm just kind of like, oh, pickles. I don't like them a lot. I won't eat them often, but sometimes you just feel like a pickle. And it's like, yeah, got a nice crunch. That's good. Salty, yeah. tasty. Hmm. Pickly goodness. Right. I'm hungry for a pickle right now. As a uh, pickles fact. are good, man. I'm down for a pickle, especially in a uh, burger or like a really cool like Chicago dog. They'll put like a pickle in there or whatever. Or, Ooh, you know, relish that sort of or thing. relish. Isn't uh, relish the best? You don't like relish. I, I do. Yeah. I never put it you on my food, though, but I do like it. It's uh, a hot yeah. dog. Hot huh. dog with relish. Like if you're going to make a hot dog, relish and onions and ketchup and mustard and just smear that shit all over it. A big wow. dog, big Dodger onions. dog. No, no. All oh, I yeah, put on my hot dogs right. is mustard. I only just like just mustard. No ketchup, but just mustard. Okay, that's weird. All right. That's weird? No way, dude. That's Well, maybe it's not weird. Maybe it's a little weird. You don't like onions on your hot dog? You don't like Fuck, I don't like onions like... on anything, dude. Under other yeah. than cooked into a food in such small little slices that I can't perceive them, then onions are fine. But uh if there's a crunch or a noticeable onion sticking out, like I I I will Dig that out like a truffle-sniffing pig. I'll fucking just dig that onion chunk out of any food you hand me. I hate onions. Yeah, I remember now um, ordering with you at, at In-N-Out, which we probably did a whole bunch of times at uh-huh. work. And uh, the disgust, when even when they ask you if you wanted onions on it, <laughs> you're like, even the disgust like came across in your ordering, like, no, no onions. No and, <laughs> And keep your vinegar away from my hamburger, too. <laughs> You're not cleaning with vinegar in there, right? No, chemicals. Okay, fantastic. I would chug a gallon of freaking of, uh, Clorox bleach before I smell vinegar. Thank you.
Um, I just love yeah, this onions. proclivity. <laughs> That's funny. I sound angry. Oh, would you like onions on that? No. 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 My no God. How could you even ask me that? <laughs> like some people like onions. Like that. That's why we ask. I mean, some people like them. Some people don't. Like, no. Fuck. In fact, I'm leaving. Don't even make my burger. Just throw it away. I'm, I'm leaving. You asked me if I wanted onions. And I'm, and I'm like, in my ordering, I'm like, I'll take exactly what he has, but give me onions. In fact, so, can I have his onions? So can. can I have double onions? I'll take the onions that he refused. Uh, and I, obviously, I didn't even save any money. When they make my burger and I say no onions, they don't make it cheaper. They just save their money on onions. They should just put yeah. them on your burger and charge you the same because they were going to give two sets of onions anyway. Uh, they could just put them both on your burger. That'd be fine. And if I order the same thing as you, but I have onions, there's a chance you might actually bite into that mug. Oh, uh, uh, no. Fuck no, no, no. I, I, inspect, <laughs> I inspect my burger to make sure there's no disgusting onion sticking out of it. Um, the uh, Oh, speaking of In-N-Out, though, did you see the 4x4 that I put up on Twitter? Oh, we were yeah, talking about 4x4s uh-huh. in that, that other episode. Yeah, yeah, that looked, it looked damn good. Now yeah, I'm hungry dude. for a fucking 4x4. Yeah. Four four. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, right. So if no, you only I, eat three I can quarters only eat... of a double-double, then you're only yeah, going to eat right. half of a four-by-four. Four. You're right. You're right. I can't. There's a taste that enters my mouth like uh, three-quarters of the way into just uh, a double-double. I can't finish a double-double. I mean, I can finish it, but I have to stomach it. But, yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Wow. Huh. So what do, do you, you have that thing on your nose for? You're talking about senses of smell and stuff, and you got this bridge thing on your nose. I, oh, shit. I yeah. haven't taken that off. All right. Uh, breathe right strip. Um yeah. It's basically just like a Band-Aid with a little metal band inside of it so that it uh, yeah, sticks to the outer outside yeah. of your nose and it spreads your nose oh. holes open so you can breathe a little better because I don't breathe very well through my nose. That's probably why my sense of smell sucks so bad. Um, I wear these when I sleep. And uh, <laughs> you know what's kind of funny is my son is really perceptive. And when he wakes up in the morning, I go in and I, I get him in the morning before I go to work. And he can obviously tell if I'm wearing work clothes and uh, I wear a nose strip when I sleep. So when he sees me in the morning, he goes like, nah, damn, it's a work day. Don't go to work. And he cries, oh, and it's heartbreaking oh. and all this. Like, I don't want you to go to work, you know, and I have to oh, try to calm man. him down and say, I'm not going to work yet, baby. We can go start breakfast together, and I'll kind of get him rolling, and then and then uh, I take off for work. But it it I thought it was the fact that I'm wearing work clothes that freaked him out, but it was actually the nose strip. So now instead of taking my nose strip off in the morning when I'm brushing my teeth and washing my face and stuff, I leave it on. So then when my boy wakes up, he sees me, he's much less upset. He's like, all right, daddy's wearing work clothes, but he's still got his nose strip on. Maybe he's not going to work just yet. Um, So I wear it longer now um, so that my boy isn't so um, sad when he wakes up. And yeah. then uh, I normally take it off, like, as I'm walking out the door, uh, but I forgot to today. So I'm still wearing a nose strip. I didn't even realize it. Thanks for pointing it out. Yeah. No, I thought it might uh, increase your ambiance or your microphone presence. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's all it's all vocal range. Like, can you hear my nose? So yeah, at home, you always right, have baby. one of those nose strips on? Like, on the weekend, you wake up and you're, like, just roaming around the house constantly with a nose strip on? Yeah, yeah, actually, because I wear them when I sleep, but when I get up and go to work in the morning, obviously, I take it off. Well, usually, not today. Um, but normally, I take it off when I leave the house. But on the weekend, when I'm just kind of chilling and I'm not going anywhere, yeah, a lot of times, I'll just leave it on. I've even left it on all day long, and then at night, when I go to put another one on, I realize, oh, I'm still wearing the one from last night. <laughs> <laughs> they must make a big difference, I guess, huh? 
they make a huge difference. Huge. Okay, so do, so what do you brand breathe do fine I get? through your nose though, or no, no, I don't. Oh, um, oh my God! Oh, dude, your life just changed. It's an expensive fix though. These things are like, uh, I don't know, fifteen bucks for for twenty four of them or something like that. So it's you know it's it's a bill. It's a uh, it's a prescription. It's not, but I mean it's basically like buying medicine every month. But it's so effective, um, and it's drug free because literally it's just a little band that p- springs your nose holes open, um, and uh, it, it just works incredibly well. It's so, so what brand cool. do you get? Because I know there's a lot of brands out there, and yours looks formidable right there. So what, I only buy the that? name brand Breathe Right. Um, okay. And I buy the extra strength ones. They've got an extra little band in there to spread your nostrils open just a little bit wider than the standard strength breathe rights. So mm-hmm. I buy breathe rights, extra strength, and they also make like off-brand ones. So if you're at CVS or Walgreens or whatever, they'll have their own little brand of breathe rights. I have never tried them. They're like half the price, and I've never tried them. I've been wearing these things for years and years and years. And uh, so just go I probably could have and... saved a small fortune by going off brand, but I'm afraid to try them and then have a bad night's sleep. So I'm just still using the brand name ones. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. I wear breathe rights every night and then I leave them on now in the morning to make my son feel better. And then I forget them sometimes for my friend Derek to point out. Yeah, I thought you were making a statement or something. You're like, I'm I'm rolling up in here with the breathe right. <laughs> Yeah, Straight. no, I'm going to go play a game of football after this, so I wanted my uh, my Breathe Right on. Yeah. You know, you see a lot of those guys wearing Breathe Rights because obviously they're, like, doing things. I wear them and do nothing but sleep. But they do make a big difference, mm-hmm. I tell you that, man. And if you don't breathe very well, like if you're a mouth breather like I am, um, my nose breathing is so labored that when I'm sleeping, my body just starts breathing through my mouth because it's just easier than trying to force oxygen through the tiny pinholes of my nose and um the breathe rights change all that i sleep way better and breathe through my nose my mouth isn't all dry and it's yeah it's game changing yeah you know i i used to have i mean i still do i think have problems breathing through my nose like you do uh but one thing that actually helped quite a bit was i did a, a month retreat and I forced myself instead of breathing through my mouth to breathe through my nose through the whole thing. And it was hard. Like at huh. first, like it just didn't want to happen. And like I was using uh, drugs that you, you know, sniff up your nose or those yeah. big things you stick up there and they have like the menthol mm-hmm. and they kind of like oh, open yeah, things yeah. up for a second. They look but like little, that, like little lipstick containers, but there's just like a little menthol thing inside of it. Yeah. But I think those are actually go negative against you like after a while so like you know yeah. it, like it, it'll work for a short time being but then it'll make it harder later on and your mm-hmm. nose is like fuck that i i need that thing in order to do it so like yep. eventually i just stopped doing that and then um just started breathing th- forcing myself to breathe through my nose and now i can breathe through my nose and like literally i huh. could not breathe through my nose before like i wow. really couldn't have a whole and yeah now i can but so i know wow. it helped but yeah i I'm definitely a good candidate for those breathe rights. Oh, they're uh, awesome, dude. You should buy some just if you ever have a night where your nose is particularly stuffed up. Just throw one on and sleep with it and wake up and just be like, damn, that's that's where it's at right there. I'm going to get some for my daughter, too. Um, Uh, Yeah, yeah, my boy, is uh, he's got the same nose as me. And I feel terrible seeing him go through the same thing I went through as a kid where he just he can't breathe. And 
he'll get frustrated and say things like, I just want to take my nose off. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've said that so uh, many times. I'm sorry. It's my fault. Your nose yeah. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, def- so he has trouble uh, yeah, breathing same. when he's sleeping, too, and stuff. Totally. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. my daughter like, does, too. It's it it's really frustrating. We're thinking about getting her this mouth expanding thing that you put. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's like inside her her mouth is narrow is what the doctors were saying and the dentistry doctors. And they said they could put an expander in there. Like, right. I don't know if your, your upper teeth are like a, um, a, what is that called? A, a horseshoe, right? So uh-huh. you just, you're spreading the horseshoe. All right. Right. So it's kind of like that where you put some like brace in there and she has to wear, she would have to wear it for like a year. We're thinking about doing it like right when school mm. ends. So she doesn't have to like deal with, you know, something in school and, you know, she can wow. kind of hide it. Uh, but yeah, we're thinking about doing that because they said that's going to make her breathe much better than what she does now. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Man, interesting. That sounds like headgear though. When I used to wear braces and you'd go in and have them adjusted uh, where they like tightened them down every month or whatever, that always hurt because it's stretching your teeth. And then the headgear was gnarly, dude, because that would actually like pull your upper or lower jaws back or forward or whatever, like correcting your bite. And that was, that was painful shit, man. See that that's where an orthodontist does that. But this is actually a little bit different. Like if you go to an orthodontist, instead of this orthodontist is going to say braces Mm -hmm. and because they're in the business of braces. But I guess this other thing is either, I don't know. I don't, I I gotta do a little bit more research on it, but I think Mm. it might be better than braces. Like Interesting. It, it's more. You think she's gonna need braces? Did you need braces when you were a kid? No, I never did. No, my teeth just naturally came out perfectly. She did, but she didn't get them. She, okay. She kind of has. You think a teaser about them? She she's got a snaggle tooth. Does um, she have? Uh, <laughs> does uh, at Esme's age, does she have all of her um adult teeth or still baby teeth or I don't know how that works. My kids aren't there yet. Yeah, hers came out pretty fast, though. Okay, like, so she lost all her baby teeth, and she has all her adult teeth now? Um, Not all. No, the molars haven't. No, haven't not wisdom out, teeth yeah. yet. Yeah, that comes later. Well, not wisdom teeth, but the molars. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think that she's... I'm not sure. I got to check. I mean, huh. she's. I think she's lost like seven, is what I want to say. All right. Maybe, so she still has ways to go. I think the molars come okay. sometime later. I don't know when those come, but... But like yeah, all the of front her front teeth. choppers have already uh, fallen. Yeah, all, all the front front ones are gone. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Man. She has, and she has one cavity. But thankfully, oh, wait, do we get that fixed? Thankfully, it's in a baby tooth, and so mm-hmm. I think they were like, "Yeah, we don't need to." That <laughs> Why out. drill it? It's just going to fall out anyway. I'm like, ah, sweet. All right, here's some more candy. Yeah. yeah. That's that's kind of nice. Yeah. Teeth are a weird, cruel joke. Uh, like. I don't believe in God, but if there was, I'd be like, fuck you for teeth, man. Like, cause the whole thing of teeth is, is, uh, cruel, man. Watching our babies, uh, our three-year-old's done with teeth coming in. He's, he hasn't started losing any of his baby teeth yet. So that'll be a new little episode, but watching babies go through teething is heartbreaking, you know, where they're uh-huh. so tiny and they don't understand what's happening. They're just crying and can't sleep and their mouth just hurts and they're chewing on everything they can. And you can just tell they're in, in, horrible pain from teeth kind of breaking through their infant gums it's just fucked man i hate teething uh 
And then, uh, you know, like later on, I guess when, when the teeth fall out, that's kind of fun. My, my nephew is going through that and it doesn't seem to hurt him too bad, you know? So his teeth gets kind of wiggly. It's kind of fun. Loses a tooth, gets some money under his pillow. Like, yeah, it's kind of a fun game. But, uh, the infant teething thing is a cruel joke. Yeah, that is, uh. I have to Not reach cool. back kind of far to to remember those times, but yeah, because then they don't Ooh. sleep, right? They're just awake, and then they're crying. Yeah, they don't and sleep, like, and I mean that sucks for us, but really for him, it's just like he can't do it. We can't do anything for the pain other than like here, just chew on this, or we would freeze like we yeah. would wet like a little baby towel and freeze it in the freezer, and then you know give him that to like chew on, and and uh, just a few little kind of things like that. And man, poor little kid, man, it just sucks to watch a baby go through that kind of pain. Yeah, uh, you know, a, yeah, but um, yeah, fucking vinegar. God damn, I hate vinegar. Still, I'm still mad about it. I can still like smell it. Sarah's really gonna be like, like "Honey, we, we got a package from Derek and Megan. Uh, it looks like a gift set of vinegars. <laughs> <laughs> like what gourmet vinegar from around the world? Like oh, this one's from Poland. Ah, oh, it stinks. Oh, this one's from France. Ah, oh, it stinks too." Oh, the vinegar of the month subscription. How oh, nice no. of them. Right? No. You're going to be like, blast that, that scoundrel. Exotic vinegar assortments, you <laughs> jerk. My wife will use them too. She'll be like, oh, sweet. Like, I feel like she likes it. I don't know if she just likes yeah. it or she likes it because I hate it so much. I don't know. I can't tell. But man, she doesn't seem to have any kind of aversion to vinegar at all. And I can't wrap my mind around it. I just makes me want to move out. Like, I'm, I'm going to fucking go find an apartment or something. <laughs> just, uh, anytime she, she like, sprays the kitchen table i'll be like i'll see you guys tomorrow i'm out <laughs> she likes uh ginger right uh yeah she does okay yeah see um that's how you overcome it mike you need to get over your aversion to ginger and be normal person normal and then normal yeah, yeah eating, you need to oh, be a normal person I need to that eat, eats ginger. I need to eat pickled root like a normal person is what yes. you're saying yes yeah all and right. you'll get over your your uh, vinegar phobia. Uh, I think it's turned into a phobia, Mike. I'm worried about you. Maybe. Maybe I have a phobia. What would it be called? Google that. Is there a vinegar phobia? Does it have a name? Because I'm certainly that, whatever it says. Oh, like, a, nice. you know, yeah. agoraphobia is the fear of going outside. Um, I don't know. Phobias are always like some Latin version of the, the thing you're afraid of, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. I don't know. The first thing that comes up is Reddit. I have a massive phobia of vinegar. Oh. Well, that guy's just a puss for admitting it. Like, I, I, I want to say I hate vinegar. I don't want to say I'm afraid of vinegar. I just think oh, it here, stinks. There's other people like you. Uh, well, that feels good. Now I feel, yeah. I feel validated. The title of this one is, Why Am I Afflicted with Utter Hate of Vinegar? Whoa, oh, did, I can did relate to this? this guy. Did you write, you wrote this? <laughs> Under Let's my see. pseudonym. Yeah, Dream Prism. Uh, vinegar in is in so many foods and dressings, condiments, and so many people love foods with all that stuff. It's loved so much that foods are often prepackaged with condiments on them already, or a menu doesn't even bother listing the condiment of the ingredient because I guess they figure everyone would want it. But my whole life, I have been living with utter hate towards vinegar and everything that contains it. If a pickle touches my sandwich, it might as well be poisoned beyond repair. <laughs> If I'm ordering food I love and then someone, if I'm ordering food I love, someone puts mayo on it, I feel the same way you would if they just smothered your food with in tar. 
Um, uh, mayo has vinegar? Yeah, I get I, I don't know. Oh. I don't think so. Okay, so I don't have a, a vinegar phobia for sure. I, I, I like mayonnaise. I'm cool with pickles. Um, not ginger, but ginger's just gross. But other vinegar or other foods that have vinegar as an ingredient, I'm all right with. I think it's just the raw form, the pure, uh, the straight up uncut vinegar. I can't, I can't stomach that. There's a hmm. the person that answered him is kind of a dick here. That what they said was, uh, <laughs> it's like shut it's up, pussy. Put, no one cares. Yeah, well, it's a little bit of a uh, low. I blow mean, here. wussy. There's my speech impediment again. It says lots of people have irrational dislike for certain foods. What? <laughs> Irrational. What? Oh, I just slip that in like a little sideways sword swipe. You jerk. Yeah, yeah. What oh, that's cool. It? Lots of people are complete idiots. Don't feel bad. Hey, a lot of people have completely irrational. Uh, I mean, that's assuming back, that we're all the same, right? We're not all the same. That, we don't. Back, mind, yeah. back that reply comment up a hair. Like, what would you call me irrational? Yeah. Well, what a jerk. Yeah, and then uh, he fires back here. All because the guy says he he's the same way with olives, and he says olives are not in as high percentage of prepared food as vinegar is, and olives are easier to pick off foods than condiments are. Yeah, this guy really I didn't know that like mayo had vinegar in it. I had no idea. It doesn't taste vinegary to me. Yeah, tastes just like fat, like spreadable fat. Maybe you'll taste it now. Fuck vinegar. There's vinegar. I'm ruined vinegar. I mean uh, mayonnaise for me. Yeah. Um. Mm. Well, now I'm just madder at vinegar. Like, I used to just hate you. Now I got to hate all your friends? Like, mayonnaise? Damn it. I used to like mayonnaise. Yeah. Hmm. I don't so, know. I think just the sprayable cleaning vinegar uh, I hate. And, um, hmm. Yeah, gross. But, uh, I was there because my wife took the car in and she's like, uh, she dropped it off and she's like, Come pick me up. And I told her, I'm like, okay, I told you I was doing the podcast. Oh, um, you need to go? No, I don't need to go right now. She knows that I'm doing the podcast, but ish. Oh, like, oh, she, she can wait? Like, just well, sit outside and wait for you to continue yeah, talking about yeah. how much Mike hates vinegar? That's yeah. <laughs> that's not going to come back to bite you in the ass later. She's like, let yeah. me listen to that show and see what was so damn important you left me on the sidewalk waiting for you. Oh, Mike's hatred for vinegar, huh? All right, that was that was uh, more important, huh? Yeah, right. no, you're right. You're right. I probably have to. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I got ten minutes or so. Okay, well, if you got ten yeah. minutes, I did want to ask you about something. You mentioned that uh, a friend of yours who listens to the podcast ripped you a new one and schooled you on Tesla and the things we said about Nikola Tesla, Nikolai Tesla, or however you pronounce his name. Um, can you share with me the schooling that you took? Yeah, so uh, it wasn't J.P. Morgan that bought all that stuff. It was Westinghouse. Ah. Um, and he just, he had so much info on Tesla. Like, really? He's just, yeah, he's really researched him, like, plenty. Huh. Maybe we should and, have him on as a Tesla expert, and we can talk about some uh, some things Tesla. Yeah, no, that's what I told him. I'm like, hey, right. uh, we should have you on. And he was like, ah, nobody wants to hear me. And I'm like, eh, that's well, not true. I mean, um, we're out here just dispensing incorrect information about Tesla. If he knows a thing or two about him, we could talk. No, uh, I'm telling you, yeah, I'll hit him up again. And, all uh, right. 
All right, you can just jump this, in as the uh, as the resident Tesla expert. What yeah, else did we say that was wrong? So we said that J.P. Morgan funded some of his experiments. That was wrong. It was Westinghouse. Yeah, and then he kind of uh, uh, detailed out a little bit more about the differences between AC and DC, and then you uh, know, he talked also about that you know uh, elephant experiment, or um, mm. just gave a lot more details about things, and then. Um, he oh, had, I brought that up. Yeah, where one of them basically electrocuted an elephant to death with the other guy's method of making electricity to scare the public out of being comfortable with that one. Like, basically, hey, you don't want this in your home. It can fry an elephant, basically. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what he mentioned, too, is like a fear tactic. So yeah, people are yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it was like no, a smear campaign. Yeah. Yeah, look at what AC can do to you. It can kill an elephant. It'll fry an elephant. Right. Um, yeah, don't. Don't go with Nikola Tesla. He's going to fry your whole family like I just fried this elephant. What kind of evil fuck, like, fries an elephant? Um, Yeah, dude. There was a lot of that back in the day. Another thing that an elephant was used for was the um, uh, the Brooklyn Bridge, if I remember right. So when the Brooklyn Bridge was built in New York, well, from New York to Brooklyn, um, people were super afraid to, like, walk across it. And and it was finished and ready, and a lot of people were just kind of like, "Yeah, I'm not going to be walking across that. That's uh, that's fucking, that's scary." Um, so P.T. Barnum arranged for a parade across the bridge led by an elephant to prove to everyone, like, "Hey, you're good unless you're fatter than this elephant. Uh, it's it's totally safe." And then as soon as that happened, the public changed their mind, and we're like, yeah, sweet, this bridge is awesome. And then they've been walking across it ever since. But it took an elephant um, to walk across it to make everyone feel better. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's kind of it. That's not cruel. No, no, I mean, not at all. It's just yeah. using an elephant to make a point. Uh, using an elephant for PR reasons. Uh, in this case, yeah. much better than frying it to death with electricity. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to admit, I'm probably going to listen to that, go back and say, like, oh, I... I Missed what Mike said there, and I and can I tell you why I missed what you said there? Are you not paying attention to my I'm incredible sorry. elephant story? This I'm is sorry. bullshit. I got an email from uh, what appears to be uh, Maul, Maul's company, where they make the barbecues. You know, you know, he was like in a barbecue making business. Uh, yeah, actually, I do. I'm helping him build a website for his barbecue business. What's it called? BRQ one BRQ one brand Q. Yeah, he sent like he he has the domain name here. Yeah, one yeah. one brand Q. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Called, so you the, can... the domain name is called one brand Q Mike. Dot com. Dot com. I know. I reserved it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> you know I gotta fuck with you. <laughs> oh God, uh, I just love you. I I still could get your goat, man. After all these years, holy shit. Dick face. I just love it. Um. Yeah, he, so he sent me an email from info at one brand Q. Did you set all up right. that email too? Or uh huh. Yeah. Oh, did you send the email? No. Oh, okay. No, no. All so I built for him so far is a landing page um, and a sign-up-for-more-info thing where you can kind of say, like, hey, I'm interested in these when you start selling them. So people will submit their email address, and it'll say, hey, thanks. We'll let you know when we are doing something because um, it's a very early business idea. And he's getting close to being able to start, like, producing these. Um, I, I believe they're called, like, Santa Maria-style barbecues. Uh-huh. And um, they're really cool. And he fabricates them. He has a whole, you know, metal fabrication business. So this is just something that they are making on the side. Like, hey, we have all the material and and know how and and equipment to make shit out of metal. So they want to start making barbecues, and they're really cool. They've got one there inside his metal shop, 
And so now he's going to start selling them, put together a little landing page for him so he can capture emails. And then now I think he's close to wanting to send out like an e-blast to everyone who has submitted their email address for more information. Did you just get that as a generic email or is it to, to you directly? Um, it doesn't say Derek, but yeah, he sent it to my email. So he had my email and it's offering them for sale. Um, they start at eight ninety five dot fifteen plus tax. Why the fifteen? All right, eight ninety five dot fifteen. Eight ninety five and fifteen cents. Huh. Yeah, and fifteen cents. All right, understand this. Just like yeah, eight ninety six is too much, but eight ninety five is not enough. I'm gonna need yeah. that extra the, diamond and nickel. Yeah, fifteen. Uh, that may um, mean like fifteen dollars tax or something or shipping or oh no, not shipping. Can you imagine what that thing would cost to ship? Yeah, is shipping included in that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I imagine it would cost that to ship it. It's a fucking gigantic all steel barbecue. Yeah, they and it says here they only have um, local pickup right now and local shipping oh, okay. until they can yeah. navigate the world. Of ah, shipping. look at him, dude! He's sending out marketing emails. That's cool. What's that crank on top? It has like a crank or something. What? What the that heck does is, that do? I believe that's what lifts and lowers the cooking platform. So you basically have a. Uh, a chamber for fire at the bottom, and then you place your food on a on a, a grate or the cooking surface, and that crank lifts and lowers the cooking surface to control the heat by proximity to the fire. So you can pick it up to reduce the heat, lower it down to increase the heat, and that's the, I think, the uh, engineering behind a Santa Maria-style barbecue. I'm no expert. That's just, I'm just the web guy. And and these are like, this is like, a, I think I remember him saying it was like a professional design, right? But because you can't get these anywhere unless you buy like a commercial type uh, barbecue. So this uh, is like a commercial barbecue that's not commercial, right? I think that's the idea. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, but it is not just like a regular. Hey, just you know, buy like a little uh, cheapy one at Home Depot kind of thing or whatever. It's 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 a much beefier um, unit, a heavy as fuck because it's all made out of steel and. They're pretty badass. Uh, that's, that's all I know about him. I know he's got one in his shop, and it's cool. Yeah, well, when he navigates the shipping, I might uh, spring for one maybe. Yeah. Yeah, do you barbecue there. a lot? No. Uh, well, no. Ish. Well, in the winter. I mean, in the winter I don't, but in the oh, summer, yeah. yeah, I definitely fire that thing up at least once a week. But I just have, mm. like, a Weber. I like and I, I like the Weber. I don't have any problems with it. So. Oh, we charcoal. You're a charcoal griller? Uh-huh. I'm from Tennessee. Mm. All right, all right. Do you, do you look down upon gas grillers? Do you um, oh, look down yeah. your nose on them, or look down the barrel of your side by side shotgun at them? Yeah. What? Why? Why not just cook inside if you're going to use gas? Hmm. Just like cook it on. Go in there and use a. Um, I don't know, cast iron skillet if you're going to use gas. Yeah. <laughs> like what? Uh, all right. Yeah, fair enough. You know, yeah, I'm not. I don't follow why somebody would want to use gas on a so grill. Charcoal. Have you uh-huh. wanted to cross the line into like a Traeger, like a pellet uh, grill, like a smoker? Yeah, I'm not there yet. No, but um, no, I want uncle. to be. I know a lot of people that are, but I feels like a time commitment and a whole new hobby that I want to do, but I just can't let myself do it because then I will just be completely engrossed in it, spend a ton of money and time on it, and I don't have either right now. Yeah, I went to uh, one of my cousin's um, birthday parties recently, and my uncle there uh, just got a smoker, and it, ah. he, I guess he's pretty proud of it because he's. Um, yeah. It was just talking. I mean, that was the first one of the first things he was talking about, but 
Hmm. Uh, maybe that's an invitation. Go over and eat some smoked meat. That's what it sounds like to me. Like that, That's the kind of thing you really want is a neighbor who is into smoking meat. So yes. he can go through all the expense and learning and effort and time and then just invite you over at 7 o'clock when the fucking prime rib is coming out or the brisket is coming out or whatever he's cooking. Like, that's what you want. You want oh, a guy who's it. smoking a ton of meat and sharing it with you. <laughs> you know what else you want in a neighbor is you want a neighbor who owns a boat. Would you uh, smoke my meat? <laughs> I'm not smoking your meat, Derek. <laughs> Shoot. You'll smoke your own meat, buddy. <laughs> You're going to have to smoke your own meat, leaving your wife stranded out there fucking waiting for a ride. I know, I know, I know. I'm sorry. We're going to have to wrap it up in a little bit. Shoot. Just a second here. Shoot. Yeah, but she's... no, like I was saying, dude, you get, a, you get a neighbor that is into smoking meat and owns a boat. Um, you're golden because yeah. owning a boat kind of sucks. It's a huge chore to tow it back and forth. They're expensive. You're always having to fix them. Every time you go take it out, you bring it home, you got to clean the whole fucking thing. You got to store it, uh, all that. It's just a huge hassle. But if you have a, a neighbor that owns a boat, then he just invites you out on it. You know, you help him a little bit, help him clean it up or whatever. But I mean, man, having a neighbor who owns a boat and a smoker is is where it's at. Well, you won't believe this. He's got a boat, too. Uh, dude, that's that guy's your new best friend. I mean, yeah, you should be I mean, hanging like, out today. You should be hanging out with him, blowing off your wife instead of talking to me. <laughs> I know it's, hey, that like, guy's worth the investment. Yeah, hey, Will, let's go, let's go uh, on the boat and let's eat some smoked meat. Yeah, yeah, that's that, yeah, that's what you want. Smoke a bunch <laughs> of meat like all day. It's going to take you like eight hours. Smoke yeah. meat all day, and then tomorrow we'll take your boat out and eat all the meat you smoked on your boat, and then drop me off at home and I'll I'll take a nap while you fucking clean your smoker <laughs> and clean your boat. That's that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. I guess that is kind of a a difficult trade off um, for him. But um, yeah, I'm gonna have to take him up on that. He did make me like a really great Manhattan. I went over to his house and he made like a really awesome Manhattan. I mean, it was like um, oh off the charts, dude. This yeah. guy's awesome. I want to be he's, his friend. He's serious. got a boat. He smokes meat. He's making killer drinks. I know. What am I doing? What am I doing dude, over here? I'm you just should like, be over there all the time, like cultivating yeah. this relationship. I mean. Yeah, goddamn, dude. Now I do have the pool that I could trade off too. That's a nice thing, right? Oh. So I I can trade, the, you know, come over and swim. Yeah, and uh, you know, because that's a pain in the ass to take care of too. Is oh is yeah, yeah, yeah. I would add pool to the list of things. If a neighbor has a smoker, a boat, and a pool, and makes awesome drinks, like that, just raised your property value. Yeah. Your yeah, friend. that's that's money. That's what you yeah. want. But you've got the pool, so you can offer that as like, hey man, come over and swim anytime. And then uh, he's got a boat. What kind of boat? Is it an ocean boat? Well, you're nowhere near the ocean, so I guess that would be useless. No, it's uh, it's something on the lake. But you know, I think All it's right. a, a. I get the feeling it's probably a pretty nice one, be, just because he's been boating forever. So it's not mm-hmm. like this is his first boat. Even it's probably his second or third or fourth boat. All right. So you know, hmm. he's uh. Well, uh, fishing or wakeboarding or what's the guy into? What's he doing on the water? I don't know. I don't. I don't get the feeling that it's fishing. I think it's just like going out and riding the boat. You know, oh, going but you don't out. like fishing anyway, so that's not a big deal for you. Yeah, I'm not big into fishing, but all um, right. Yeah. So yeah, just go huh. probably going out on the boat and you know having a few uh, brewskis and eating some Is smoked he- meat. Is he a family guy? Is he taking his family out on the boat, or is he kind of going out by himself, or just like he and the wife, or whatever? What's his? Yeah, uh... he's he's a big family guy. Yeah, so he's oh taking, yeah, so you can bring the bring family. the wife and the daughter and go out and just go out and spend the day on the water with these guys. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's like one of those things that you prepay for, right? I mean, you, you paid for your boat, you paid for and just you using it, you, you know, you go out there, you're just paying for the price of your gas, right? Yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. just kind of a nice little trade off there. You know, it's kind of like the pool. The pool costs money, but like you can just sit out at a pool all day long. And we do all the time when it gets hot over mm-hmm. here. It's just an amazing mm-hmm. a, a way to like uh, spend time. I just love it. I love the pool. Pool's a, a life changer. I would yeah, recommend no, pool, a pool definitely is a life changer. Um, I totally agree, dude. I, I, and I, I debate whether or not we want to actually like put a pool in. Um, but I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a huge expense to purchase and put in a pool, but buying a home that already has one, that's a good move. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's smart. I like that move. We did not do that. We bought a brand new house where it had nothing. So we would have to build a pool. I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. So we need, well, a lot of our neighbors have pools, so we just need to make friends with them. Preferably one that has a smoker and a boat and makes awesome drinks. There you go. And hmm. the one one more pitch for this pool that I love is like I also have a garden, so I'll go out there. I'll be working in the garden in my uh, skibbies. Um, <laughs> it, uh, I'll let your imagination run wild with that one. Yeah, um, thanks. Now I can't do anything. You're but. welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. You're, you're no, I can't even like control that if I if I wanted to. Yeah. So I'll be out there in the garden in my skibbies. And, and my clogs, and I'll just be working until I break a massive sweat, and then I'll just run in that pool and dive in, and oh, man, does it feel so damn good. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah when you're working good. in the backyard, and you're just freaking jump in the pool, and then you just kind of hang out for a minute, and then go back to your work kind of still wet. Like, that's, yeah. that's that's where it's at right there. Oh, man, I just, it's it makes, makes me want a garden. That's know? the backyard summer move for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I better pick up this lady before she she gets me because you're right. She's yeah. probably gonna listen to this and be like, "Oh, I see." At uh, the 40 minute mark, you knew it was come time to come pick me up. And then you continue talking about uh, <laughs> vinegar and boats and how cool our neighbor is for another 30 minutes. All yeah. right, <laughs> maybe you should just go live with boat guy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh so, man. All right, yeah. brother. Well, ton of fun to talk to you. And um, tell Megan hi and I hope she's not mad at you. Okay. Sounds good, man. Later. All bro. right. Later, bro. It reminds me of a Mark Twain quote. Stand by as I fuck it up. Hey, this is Mike. Thanks a lot for listening. We really hope you're enjoying the show. We have a great time doing it for you. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Derek and Mike Pod or on our website, DerekandMike.com. And uh, don't forget to subscribe or follow the show in your podcast app. That would be super cool. Helps us out a ton. And it also makes sure that you get notified every time we put out a new episode. Also, if you know of anyone else who might like the show, share it with a friend. Tell someone who might dig it. That would be super cool. We'd really appreciate any support you can give us. Uh, We really appreciate you. And we can't wait to talk to you next time. And until then, have a good one.